What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast. Um, I want to thank everyone who's uh, who's listening. Thank you to the first time listeners and a special shout out to the individuals who's been following me and listening. Um, if you are a new listener, please go to your uh, applications and your uh, whatever mobile device you're using, your phone, your iPad, whatever it is. Download the SoundCloud app. And once you go to SoundCloud, um, look, search for the Stakes or Stakes is High podcast. Uh, you'll find me there. Please follow the uh, podcast. When you do that, you guys will receive uh, notifications when I do a new podcast or any updates to the show. Um, also, with the listeners, I know a lot of people click on my Facebook link and it just goes straight to the episode. If you guys do that, too. So please go to SoundCloud. It's a free application through your phone. And, um, you know, you guys, once again, you guys can continue to listen and enjoy these episodes. All right. Um, I want to spend a, a special shout out to Kina. Kina, thank you for the last episode. Um, had a good time with you. I know you wear a lot of hats and thank you for taking out the time to of your busy schedule to make that episode. So once again, shout out to you. Hopefully you'll come back. You told me you would. So hopefully we um, find another good episode to be able to do with you. And hopefully, um, you know, you bring a couple guests with you. All right. All right. This week, um, I have a special guest. Um, kind of honored to have this, uh, this brother on the show. Um, been following him, you know, through social media, Facebook, Instagram, and, um, you know, just, you know, with a lot of the posts that he posts, it's been inspiring. And um, so I wanted to get him on the show. Um, man, I know this I know this brother for a long time, man. You know, growing up in a small town or whatever, living in a city, you have hood legends. And uh, man, this brother has been a hood legend, not only by just the respect that he gets, just like, you know, watching him, you know, peeping out, you know, some of his, um, you know, the morals that he has. You know, so when you give your definition of a hood legend, I think he follows under this, um, you know, under the definition. Um, also, with hood legends, man, you you have a lot of people have when you when you go to your neighborhoods, you have those individuals uh, that either have nicknames or a lot of times they go by their first and last name. So with this brother, man, I want to give an introduction. I got Larry Mitchell in the house. What's going on, bro? <laughs> What's going on, man? <laughs> Thanks for that introduction. Bro. Yeah, I appreciate man. That. Yeah, man. I, <laughs> man, I appreciate you being on the show, man. What's going on, bro? For sure, man. I appreciate you, uh, you know, sticking out your hand and pulling me into this thing, man. Yeah, you no. Because a lot of people get confused about some of the stuff that I post and, you know, some of the things that I say, they feel some type of way and... I think that some people think that I'll be kind of angry when I be typing it, but really, you know, I'll be smiling and laughing, you know, just like <laughs> I am now. <laughs> yeah, man. Man, uh, you know, um, you know, man, I, I think a lot of times when people post things, regardless of, uh, and I know a lot of your, a lot of your posts are, you know, uh, focused on, you know, uh, our people, black people. And I think a lot of right. times that makes people uncomfortable. Right. So, you know, I think, you know, you have to be comfortable within yourself to a to, you know, to understand where you're coming from in some right. of the posts and also be comfortable with it, man. You know, so. Right. And that's what that's my thing, man. I don't be talking to everybody. I just be trying to talk to black people, man, because I want my people to wake up, man, and start realizing what's going on in the world. Because you got to realize that. It's only been 50 years, 51 years since what? Civil rights or whatever. So right. basically you can say that we've only been free for 50 years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no People doubt. don't recognize that. I'm 40 years old, man. Uh -huh. So 10 years before I was born, that's when we first became like really free as being black in America. And some right, people right. just don't realize that. And they try to say like it's a long time ago and this and that. And you see all the black and white pictures. But when you start seeing the pictures in color, man, it, it starts waking you up. And you can realize right, that, right. man, it wasn't that far long ago. No that, doubt. You no know, doubt. And that's just part of, part of conditioning us, man, to think that it was so far long ago and things have really, really changed this much and that much. When really, actuality, when you break it all the way down, 
nothing really changed, man. It's still the same. Right, right, <laughs> right. Man, as y'all see, he's already going in. <laughs> um, man, tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, because, you know, in the introduction, man, I, I do, like right. I said, I've been, man, I just remember you, man. You you, you maintain, you, you were able to be a chameleon regardless if it was, if you, if you was on the corner in the hood or you was, you know, uh, right. lacing up your shoes on the basketball court, right. being able to adjust to whatever it is, man. And I think that's important. You know, I didn't understand that growing up as much, you know what I'm saying? Being able to be a chameleon. And I think I have, as, as I start getting older, I start realizing being able to adjust to being, staying who you are and being right. able to adjust wherever you're at, regardless if it's in a professional setting or in the hood, you know what right. I mean? So, Man, give us a little bit about yourself. Tell us for the individuals who's listening and don't know, you know, yeah, don't man, know. Yeah, Larry Mitchell. Uh, I was born in Marion, Indiana, small town. Grew up in the church. My grandfather's a reverend. My father's a reverend. My uncles are reverends. My aunties was the ushers and playing the organ. And my mom was on the the usher board. <laughs> you know, I had to go to Sunday school three times a week and the whole nine, man. And then I grew up probably about 13, 14. And my parents got a divorce, and that's when I started realizing other things is going on in the world besides church. And I kind of took that church thing and took it to another level on the streets, man, and it just became part of my life. And it made me kind of laid back, made me kind of honest about things, and just made me uh, bring things to a different light. And so after I did that, I took that win, started playing basketball, man, went out to California for a minute, Got some good game. Brought it back to Indiana. And, man, here I am, man. And, you know, right now I'm doing my chef thing. You know, I'm a, I'm a jack-of-all-trade master, now. I hear that. <laughs> cool, man. Uh, man, what was, like, you know, uh, I know you said, you know, in the streets you took the church thing and, and turned it into the streets. What do you mean by that? I took, like, some of the knowledge that I was getting from the church and I was trying to give it to these brothers, man, and trying to let them know that, that things ain't got to be the way that they are. You know, that there is something bigger than you in this world besides that gun or besides this dope or besides, you know, that broad that you got over there, man. It's something bigger than something greater that's making everything happen. And, you know, I got with cats like Anthony Jackson, got with cats like, like Terry Hayes. And we used to get together and we used to chop it up, man, and just talk about the different things that was going on in the world pertaining to you know, the different guys, the different religions, and we just start putting things together, man, in the perspective. Now, we we was 15, 16 years old doing this. You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right. And so then it started clicking, man, and A.J. Anthony Jackson, he got off in, into the roster thing, and then Tilo was getting off into the Moors because his dad's a Moor. Okay. He's a Bay, So uh, he was bringing that to the table. I was bringing the Christianity to the table, and A.J. was bringing the, the Rastafarian to the table, and we just start connecting this thing up, man, and – you know, we had like a little posse, eight ball posse and all that. People right, thought right. that we was doing, you know, all this bad stuff. But really, we was just chopping it up and trying to tell brothers that it's rules and regulations and trying to set a code to live by instead of, you know, out here just shooting up, bang, bang, going to jail like they are nowadays because they lost the code in the street. That's why everything is going on in Marion right now because there is no code. These young cats don't follow any type of code. They don't gotcha. have to answer to anybody. And they think that they the biggest, toughest thing out on the block. When in reality, they ain't even seen what's really real. Right, right, right. Man, what I wanted to ask, because, uh, I mean, you know, it's kind of interesting you say that. Um, how did you, like, you know what I'm saying? How did you appeal to the street cat? For example, um, I'm taking it somewhere else here, but, like, and I'm going to relate it to a movie. Right. Um, in a Batman in a Batman movie, uh, Batman was filthy rich, right? Right. So when he was filthy rich, he was trying to fight crime being filthy rich right so what what he ended up doing was he said i'm gonna give up all my all my riches and i want to live and understand the crime so right. he 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 became he gave up all his riches and went into right. living a life of crime so what i wanted to basically my question is you know and I, and i respected him for that like damn okay now he understands because right. a rich person can't relate to a person who's doing who's poor right. he's never been there right you know what i'm saying so what i wanted to what i wanted to ask how did you you know what i'm saying appeal to the street dudes because you know a dude who's not street coming to a street dude trying to trying to rap right. like bro you don't understand me you don't right. understand where I come from right how did you you know what I'm saying exactly that's my thing how though. did you appeal to him 
I grew up in the streets, man. Like my uncle was a street legend. My uncle Buddy Hook. My grandpa, my grandma ran a uh, a restaurant right there on 18th and Florence. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right yeah. there in Little Harlem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my family right there. I was right there in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they still tell true. stories about my uncle Buddy Hook and then my dad. He was like a street cat, even though you know it was a church thing on one side, right, but then right, you got right. the street side on the other side. But yeah, it was yeah. honestly, right, it was right. honesty because uh, that's how most preacher, most was, preachers that can appeal yeah. to the streets understand. That's where right. it came from. That's gotcha, why everybody gotcha. loved my dad because he tell the truth. You know, yeah, he was addicted to crack and all that. He let you know that. So then right, the people that's right, addicted right. to cracker that's down and out, they ain't looking at him like, oh, he's some preacher man that's doing this now, living his life. He'll tell you, no, I was down there before. You gotcha, know, that's how I gotcha. came up, man, because my family was already down there in the streets. We was already active in the community and all that. And that's how I just got my street cred that way. Man, mm-hmm. I got it the real way. You know, yeah, I didn't just yeah, wake yeah. up one day and say, oh, I'm going to go down to the hood and I'm going to yeah, be this street I'm cat. A fake. A lot of cats do I that, actually man. didn't know I was street until I got out the streets and everybody yeah, was like, damn, you street. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah man. Man, I, I respected it, man. Like I said, I you know, uh, my big brother was Chip, and I know you and Chip used to yeah, kind of yeah, kick it. Right. And I used to see... I used to peep game, man. You a real laid back cat, but you know you were serious about you know. Yeah, and that's how that's what, what my dad always taught me, man. To you know learn when to hold your tongue and how to sit back and watch things and let things manifest. You know, cause I know a lot of things that some people don't know and they might take it the wrong way. So as right, a child, right. he always told me, you ain't got to tell everybody everything. Sometimes you just got to let things go past, man. Right, right. And that's right. all I did all through high school. I was quiet. You know mm. what I'm saying? I would be rowdy out in the yeah, streets yeah, somewhere, yeah. but as soon as it came to that setting. I learned how to keep my mouth shut and just shut up and just right, let it right, go on right. by. And I go home and talk to my parents about, yeah, my teacher said this today in class and my teacher said that. Then they would give me information that the teachers wasn't in the school, wasn't teaching, but I couldn't take that information back to the school because I was taught not to. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, for sure. Because it would cause conflict. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I did do that one time. I took the um, the Time of Terror, you know, the book that uh, James Cameron wrote yeah, about yeah, the yeah, lynchings yeah, in Marion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took that to black history class. You know what Miss Ormsby did? What's that? Sent me out in the hallway, man. Uh uh-uh. For real, it was current event day. She told me that wasn't a current event. <laughs> shout out to Miss Ormsby. And then Black my mom history. had to get yeah, shout out Miss Ormsby, dog. <laughs> but she knew what time it was. She was looking at me like, where'd you get this book? That's and my great. mom had to come to the school and get the book, man. Straight. And right then that made a that made me click like, ah, you know, this is it's something about this. Something behind this. Man, you know what's crazy? <laughs> uh and I don't know when that happened. But I'm sure like a, a few years later, it was when I, I think I was out of school and I know you a few years older than me. Right. But if you it's crazy because remember, homeboy came to Marion High School yeah, yeah. to promote his book. You right. know what I'm saying? So yeah. you was a little bit ahead of your time on that. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy, man. And, and if anyone knows, uh, Marion had the last public uh, public hanging and um, that's one of the things we kind of famous for. So that that right. gentleman, you know, he came back to our high school and. uh spoke on it so that's crazy man yeah r.i.p james cameron <laughs> yeah man, and the yeah. rest of them exactly the smiths and yeah man a lot of those families still live in Marion. yeah so but man um what i wanted to talk about with you today man uh like i said i see your post and uh a lot of your post you you know you talk about the black struggle and you talk about some of the injustices we have and you know with this still being february i'm staying on a theme of you right. know with the black history month um what I wanted to talk about, man, you know, I wanted to talk about what it is to be black, you know, and that question, what I ask, you know, I think all of us, we can agree that we're all black. You know what I'm saying? We'll sit in a, we'll sit in a crowd and it'll be all black people, but our definition of what it is other than the, the, the color of our skin. Right. What does it mean to you? You know what I'm saying? So like an individual can be standing here and he could be like, well, being black to me is, um, you know, I feel I, I'm ashamed to express my um, kind of like the people in right. your post. Acting like a coon. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, you know, or 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 you know, I'm ashamed to express I'm proud to be black. Meaning, like for example, I think we was talking off air that you were saying a lot of times people will send you an inbox and be like, "Hey man, can you post this?" Right. Because they're afraid of what a their job will say or what their white friends will say. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. like, I, I I just kind of wanted to talk about you know let's 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 talk about that. What it is to be to black. be black? Yeah. What 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 do you, what's your definition or what do you? How do you feel it is to you? I think being black. Oh no, it's a it's a beautiful thing to me because I understand it. You know what I'm saying? Being in this black skin every day, 
you know, having a black girlfriend, having black kids. I understand what black is, is about, man, growing up in a black household, you know what I'm saying, with two black parents and black sisters, you know what I'm saying? I understand what it is to be black, but some people that's black don't really get the get the understanding of what it really means, man. This is a powerful thing. It, it can either work with you or it can work against you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. you know, black is really just a color. But really, it's, man, it's something in your soul, man. It's that, it's that melanin in your skin, man, the way that it reacts with the universe, man, it, that just changes the whole dynamic, man, the, the way your hair is, man. You know, how many people really get persecuted for the way that they wear their hair just their natural hair that grows right, out right. the top of their head we got to change it up just to go get a job come on man just to seem presentable to somebody man we got to do something to our hair like put a perm in it or you know you got to hold it down because yeah, your yeah, hair yeah, is yeah. too wild man yeah. come on man it's that's crazy to me man but i take that and i embrace it and i use that against them anytime i anytime i want to you know not really against them but I use that to my advantage, man. Like, yeah, I stand out. Yeah, I'm a bald-headed, tall black man. Look at me. You know what I'm saying? I don't slouch over. Stand straight up on a man, but being black for real, though, man, it's hard. (laughs) (laughs) What you mean, man? Why you say that? It's hard, man. Because, man, it's an angle at every, it seems like at every corner, man, it's something that you got to face, man, whether it's low-key, under the radar, or else it's right there in your face, but... It seems like, man, I just want to know why we are the most hated people all around the world, not just in America, it's all around the world, man. And I got to explain this to my kids and to my sons, especially my sons, man. And that's a terrible thing, man, to have to tell a eight-year-old or a 10-year-old that they can't do the same thing that their white friends are doing because you would get in trouble for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, their white friends can go in the store and be rowdy and do whatever, and they just look at them as, all oh, those are just kids. But if my son in there being rowdy over there, they looking at him like, oh, this is a thug. We need to call the police. You got to get out this store. You know, and I try to explain to them every day. And then they done went into some situations to where they seen that they couldn't act that way or do that thing because of their right. black skin. And these people don't right, even right. know them. Right, you know right, what right, I'm right. saying? And they go to the proper schools and, and hang out with the proper white kids, but still they can't. Act like the white kids do. Right. Why do you think it is, man? Why do you think that it's uh, it's an embarrassment to embrace our roots and to embrace our history? Why do you think a lot of people would be embarrassed by that? You know what I'm saying? Like, just a shame. Like I said, because man, this this it goes back to to being in school, man. And the first thing that they teach you is you was a slave. You was a slave. You was a slave. So if you keep telling the person that all their life, you know what I'm saying, for ten years, however long you were in school then they they going to be thinking, oh, I'm just a slave. I'm just a nobody. You know what I'm saying? So whenever they do bring up their history, if they don't know nothing more than what they was taught in school, then that's, that brings them feelings back. You know, sitting in that class, right, right. looking at the slave movie with your white friend next to you, they snickering and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you looking yeah. like, damn, man, that, that really breaks down a kid's self-esteem, gotcha, man. Right there gotcha. in the school, they breaking you all the way down and telling you that you're nothing and you believe in that. And if you don't go on to further education or just to further your education of yeah, yourself... Yeah. Then that's the way that you feel. So, so you think it's so much. So you almost think it's like an insecurity yeah, amongst the individual yeah. to embrace it. Man, right. I think you know me personally. Man, I think what happens is I think once we embrace our our culture and we embrace our our roots, I think it becomes intimidating. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think individuals start seeing that and be like, oh. He's pro-black means he's anti-white. No, nah, that ain't true at all. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what a lot of people... <laughs> and that's what a lot of people get twisted, man. But I got a lot of white friends. I'm talking about real friends, man, that that understand this thing. You know what I'm saying? When I explain it to them and break it down to them, these are people that sit down and actually listen to me and actually do some study in their self. And they be like, hell, you want something. I understand exactly what you're saying, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we had that mutual thing, man. You know, they tell me some things. I tell them some things. And we go back and forth about it, but... Some people, man, you try to explain something to them and they, no, nah, that's not what the history book says. That's <laughs> yeah. not what this is. And it's like, nah, man, it's not in that book. Yeah, man. Because <laughs> if you look at it, if, if really, if you really look at history, I think anything that we stood up for our people or anything in history that fought for the injustices of black people, it never was saying that I'm anti-white. Right. For example, man, I had to explain, I think I talked about this before, man, but I think it's very important. I think a lot of times, man, people... We talk about the lanes that was created for us because of it being 
that we couldn't go to a white college, that we couldn't, right. you know, be on MTV or we weren't on MTV. Right. So we created those lanes right. like a historically black college and university. Right. But what happens, man, us embracing that and us having those avenues, we never were anti-white. Right. A white person can go to a black college. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. A white video can be played on BET, right. especially if it's, you know, if it's if it's fitting that category of music. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's so, what I say, man, to go back to civil rights, man, I think the, the only mistake that we made with that, man, was trying to fit in and wanting to be included when really we could have just stayed on our own and did our own thing, just like the Asians. They not trying to be included in nothing. So, the Indians and the Arabs, they not trying to be included. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I got you. The Mexicans, they weren't trying to be included until they seen that we got it done, and then they came <laughs> right on in with the benefits. Yeah, they yeah. dropped the benefits. We coming in with y'all, brother. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's how they did us, man. We should have never wanted to be included. Because when so, we became included, that's when the factories, they was telling you, go get a job. Go get a job. We already had our own businesses. That's right, what broke us right, down, right, man. Right. When everybody left from how how your parents get to Indiana, they left from Arkansas, Mississippi, yeah. came up here to work in them factories. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Left the mom and pop business down there. There ain't nobody down there to run that mom and pop mm, business. So you. all our businesses shut down. And now we up here working in these factories. Now these factories are shutting down on us. We ain't got nowhere to go, man. And I so, think people looking back like, damn, maybe we made a mistake. So you think you think during the uh, um civil rights movement that we shouldn't have been fighting for, you know, anti-segregation and No, we should have stayed separate but equal, man. But that's Every the problem. other race did it. I mean, <laughs> Why I hear... are we trying to be included. Well, I think what was happening, <laughs> man, and and I feel you. I feel you. The only way I, feel, I I would feel you if it was equal. Right. Because exactly. at the end of the day when when we I think what happened in and the reason why we fought for it is because yeah, we were separate. Right. And blacks was doing their thing. We was had right. black banks, had black, you know, and everything right. like that. But it wasn't equal. It wasn't equal, though. You know what Correct. I'm saying? So Correct. should we have been fight, fighting for... We should have been re- fighting for equal. reparations. That's what we should have been fighting for. Mm. So do you... Th- <laughs> and also, I think, man, if we would have stuck with that, we would have had to... Our fight would have had to be, we want equal. Because we had all black schools. Right. But we was getting the hand-me-down exactly. books. We was getting... Uh, you know, the books that was outdated. Right. You know what I'm saying? So That's what we should have been stepping up on, reparations and getting some money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They know what they did to us, man. We know what they did to us. Right, Why won't right. they just admit it, break us off? They try to say, no, we don't need reparations. That, oh, you get these niggas reparations, they're going to go buy Jordans and Cadillacs. So, <laughs> give me mines. I don't care what the next man do with his. Give yeah. me mines. They always try to put us in this group together like we all yeah. going to do this. All. But when yeah. you say all of them, no, not all white people are racist. No, no. They say that quick, but they quickly put us in the same box together. And I'm like, if you're giving out the reparations, give me mine. I don't care if cuz over here go buy Jordans and Cadillacs with his. I know what I'm doing with mine. And if you get enough black people together that's doing the same thing, we're going to make it happen, yeah. regardless. And, and and the thing is, man, for individuals like, what? Reparations, you know, that's crazy. But no, it's not. Because, no, it's not. Because Jews receive reparations right. for the Holocaust. <laughs> right. You know so I think, you know, I think, I mean, you know, I feel you, man. I think the that it Indians would have to. got their reparations. Yeah. Everybody yeah. got it except us. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would just have to be, man, you know, um, I think if we did receive it, it would have to be in the light of, you know, some type of organization that made sense right. with doing it. You know, right. I think kind of like the Jewish community, man, they, man, they, they, they man, if play, we, man. they don't play, <laughs> man. If you really want to look at a blueprint of a people who's doing it, sticking together, right. using their money, spending right. their money in their own community, man, you have to, you really have right. to. I mean, that's the blueprint right there. We could have, we could have looked up. at that, you know what I'm saying, and used it, yeah. used it with us. Because our man. money bounces zero times. Yeah, man. By bouncing, I mean goes from one black person to the next black person. Right, right, right. Zero right. times, man. That's crazy. <laughs> that's man. crazy. That's crazy, man. <laughs> man I um, one thing I, I I seen you post, man, and you know I'm just kind of switching switching uh switching uh lanes here, right. um. One of the things I seen you post, you was talking about, and this has kind of been a big subject, man. Uh, recently, uh, the presidential election. I seen right, you kinda, right, right. I seen you kind of uh, <laughs> put a post out there on that, man. Uh, yeah, man. How you feel about it, man? What's, what, what you? What you I'm feeling? not voting, man. Straight I'm up. not voting at all, man. At all. Straight up. I think all black people should just withdraw from voting. Voting for what? Nothing changing for us. Mm. We ain't getting no loans out of this. We not getting no more grants. We ain't getting nothing, man. They they not helping us. They come up with a thousand things they say they gonna do. Right. But they don't make it specific. They don't say we're gonna do this for black people. We're gonna they say, oh, yeah, we're gonna help the poor people. And then people be like, Oh, okay, they gonna help black people. Cause they 
you know, they accentuate poor with being black. Or they right, gonna say, right. yeah, we're gonna do something about people being locked up in prison. So they take that as, oh, they're going to do something for the black because they affiliate prison with being black. But nah, man, they ain't saying nothing about what they're going to do for black people. Barack didn't even say what he was going to do. Right, and right. nobody even asked Barack, what are you going to do for black people? Nobody asked him that. They just automatically assume. And now it done been eight years. They ain't asked this dude to do nothing. And right. now this next president coming in here, white, a lady, whatever, and they're going to be looking at black people like, you ain't coming up off no money for one, donating no money to my campaign, and for mm-hmm. two, you didn't ask the black president to do nothing for your black ass, so why you going to ask mm-hmm. me to do something? It's well, over, buddy. Get on. Yeah, let me <laughs> ask you a question then. I mean, I hear you on that. I, I totally hear you, and I, and I read your post, and I was, you know, I made sure I was going to ask this because, I mean, I, I feel you. I feel you, but me personally, I think, you know, I'm still going to vote. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I guess I have to vote the lesser of the two evils. Why are you saying? Because our ancestors uh, fought the well, harsh for Well, it. not only. <laughs> nah, nah, man. I think so that, you feel like you obligated nah, man, to go I, vote. Nah, I think, that, I, think that's, I think that's cliche as hell. Like I, what think, you... I think a lot of people say that, man. Like, man, my ancestor died to vote. I hear so you. So I got to go vote. Yeah. Even if the candidate is shit and I'm dealing with more shit over here, I'm just yeah. going to vote for the one that don't stink the most. You well, know the what thing I'm is, but if you pay attention, a lot of people who say that, they don't pay attention to the campaigns. They don't pay attention to, you know, what they what what may fit them and fit right. their life. Personally, right. they just say, "I got to vote because so I'm a straight vote Democrat, no matter what." Right. Black people vote Democrat, <laughs> right? You know, I'm like man, not you even knowing who was Republicans before that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, what I was gonna say, man, you know, I think I am gonna vote, man, because I think I think you know, somewhat voting, you know, I have a voice. I can have a voice right? somewhat, you know what I'm saying? Regardless, to me, I think politics are, you know, man, I think politics is bullshit, man. Right, I think it's I really, mean. I think right now, man, if you start looking at politics, except on a local level, you know, because I think locally, right. voting locally and understand locally is way more important yeah, than, that's you know what I'm saying, too. national right. level. That's what I say, too. You know too. what I'm saying? Because, man, these people locally are making the decisions that's going that to affect, affect you like immediately yeah, you know right saying? now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but that's more it, tangible, you know what exactly, I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. But you know, I am going to vote. So, but I do feel you on that, man. I do yeah. feel you. And, and it's your, it's your pro. I get to do that. But right. what I was going to ask, man, what, you know, because I've gotten to debates, uh, shout out to Winston, man, Winston, uh, he wrote Obama kind of hard, man. Cause he was like, Obama hasn't done anything for black people. Right. You know, we've had this ongoing debate, man. And, and I, and I heard you say that and just say that a few minutes ago, but okay. What specifically would you ask for that person to do specifically for black people? For the president? Yeah. Like First what, of all, I like I mean, for that's him. not going to, I mean, that's specifically for black people. Right. I would say uh, get some money going, man, to get some black businesses started, man, besides barbecue joints and, and barbershops. You know what I'm saying? We need real, real businesses, man. You know what I'm saying? Something like a Chrysler. Get us a black car company going or something. You know, I know some brothers out there that, that's great engineers and can put all that together, man. But I'm just saying, just give us some money, some capital to start up our own businesses, man, so we can stand on our own two feet. Just like with Farrakhan, when he got that money from Gaddafi, you know what I'm saying? And the government ended up taking that yeah, money. Yeah, treason. They yeah, they treason. right. Yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah. man. Now, they now, said if he take that money, then it it's treason. Be, yeah, and he right. was, was going to use that millions of dollars for... Uh, <laughs> to start up black businesses, yeah, man. That's he was all gonna I put asked the president the to do, man. You can gather up some money. Y'all can print off some of that money. It ain't based on nothing anyway. So go in there and print up some of that and throw it to the black people and let us get it cracking, man. But, but let me ask you a question, man. I think, you know, and, and I feel you, but let me ask you a question on this. Uh, I think there's a lot of black people out here with money that's, you know, making good money. Right. Don't you think it's the responsibility of them to start doing that? You know what I'm saying? Before we reach out for the president to do it, shouldn't we start saying and using that example? Kind of like with you, for example, True off that. the record, you saying you're going to take your finances and start your own uh, restaurant. Yeah, right. I got to. You know what I'm saying? I you have, no have choice. to. <laughs> so it, do you think like the people out here, the, 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 the money making people out here, you know, before we expect, you know, uh, like a president to do it, shouldn't we be doing it? You know, yeah, individually, I agree with you 100%. I think yeah. that, uh, yeah, we should start doing things like that, like getting together and because we don't have think tanks, you know what I'm saying? Well, I haven't been to any think tanks or invited right, to any think right, tanks right, to where right. we could sit down and decide on what we're going to do in this community and make our move, you know what I'm saying? Like, we could start in Kokomo, they could have one in Marion, have one in Indianapolis, they all individually getting their thing together, then we all come together as a power force. 
and we start moving things. We take from Indiana to the next state to the next state, and that's how it starts accumulating. Yeah, but I think that'd be dope. Yeah, black yeah, people yeah. ain't doing that, man. White people doing that. Why you Asians think, are doing why that. Why do you think black people doing it, man? I mean, you know, that kind of goes It back. go back to the trust issue and trusting mm. each other, and everybody want to have their hand in the pot and see where the money going and this and that, and just the yeah. doubt, man. Yeah, I don't man. understand it. But I can get with some good brothers, man, and yeah. it'll just take that one that'll just blow the whole thing out the water, man. Yeah, man, I think that goes along with just saying, like, I don't even think we have leadership in the in the community anymore man. Right. really i mean on a on a national level i can't and, and you know why man and 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 i could play devil's advocate on this man right because a lot of people say man back in the day man we had we had leaders we had people we had the mlks we had the malcolm x's you know what i'm right. saying but i think today man i think back then what were they fighting for they were fighting for the injustices of black people right you know what i'm saying and, and fighting to get jobs and fighting for better education. But now, now it's like, it's oh, like such oh a we lot. got the job, man. I work at Chrysler, <laughs> man. We got the job, man. Yeah, not I only- went to school, man. <laughs> I went to school, so everything is better. Everything exactly. is different now. But no, exactly. they don't even understand it. And not only that, that man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we was fighting to get our foot in the door. But this is the thing, man. I think what happened was, man, the individuals yesterday, they not only, they, they fought for us to get our foot in the door. But there wasn't a larger plan to right. say, once we get our foot in the door. Then what we going to do? Now what we What we did, do? we sat down and kicked our feet up. And we eat good. Thought, yeah, we in here now. I live in the white neighborhood. Nah, I'm straight. Right. I can go to the exactly. white school yep. if I want to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they, they comfortable, man. So and I think really comfortable, that's when they attack. I think really now, man, what we need, man, because I think it's I think racism is still alive, man. But I think what's what's affecting us even more now is classism. Yeah. Now it's, it's right. either you either you got money or you don't. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, so, man. Yeah, man. I, uh, I I don't know. I I don't. I see. I think what's happening, man. You know, one of the reasons why I think I, you know, just dealing with this election, man. I think, you know, I think Donald Trump is going to end up being a Republican uh, nominee. Yeah, he, he's, I see he's that killing too. it. I was watching it yesterday. I was yeah, looking at that, like, man, this dude really going to make it there. Yeah, but you know but what, that man? Tell you a lot about America, though, man. If that dude really make it there, you know what I'm saying? I, you know why I think a lot of people? I think <laughs> why he's going to make it, man, because I think his campaign push has been. I'm not government. I'm not your typical government, and people right. are tired of that. I'm keeping it real. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. And I, the one positive thing I can say about him, man, is that it doesn't look like he's being um, he he. No one's in his pocket, you know, as far right. as lobbies go. Right. And, but the problem with that is, if if an individual has you in their pocket, that's bad. Right. But what's even worse is self interest. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Right, what, what's right. his what, what's his interest, man? Right. I don't I don't think it's for I don't think it's for the American man. But you know, me neither. You know what I'm saying. So, but you said, man, I, I seen on your post, man. You was like, man, you ain't fooling with Bernie either, man. Nah, man. You ain't feeling. I think he's a joke. I mean, yeah, he was there during civil rights and marched or whatever, whatever, man, and was there when the speeches was given and all that. But I don't think that is his agenda is like. For black people, really, man. Okay. I mean, I, I can hear all the stuff that he's saying, but he not really, he ain't really touching me with none of that, man. Yeah, man. I like Bernie, man. Like I said, I think I just have to go with the lesser of the two evils. Yeah, I think Hillary. Was talking about Bernie, I'm looking like Bill <laughs> the Burn. I'm looking like let me go on here and really <laughs> get into this dude and see what he really talking about. And I couldn't see nothing that he was really hitting on, man. Yeah, man. I think I like him a little bit better than Hillary. I think he appeals a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. To, you know, to us. But, you know. And I called that on Hillary, too, man. Did you? I called it, man. Did with you? that Black Lives Matter. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. When yeah, the Black man. Lives Matter first hit, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that, man. Yeah, I found out, I forget his name off the top of my head, man, but it's the white man that's funding it. The and Black Lives Matter people, Yeah. Okay. And I was okay. telling people, man, anytime a white person funds a black movement they don't have the same agenda for that movement as the black people do man so you got to be real careful when you let white people mm. european americans get into your situation and start giving you money for it man because they're going to take over and they're going to change up your whole thing so when i peeped that out then i went and i checked him out and it showed that he was donating money to hillary clinton's campaign and i said that's it right there i said that's how she gonna get the black vote she gonna up. jump into that black lives matter and she gonna you know, reel them in, and then when they come in, then they're going to make sure that 
No, we getting the black vote the for black you. So vote. anybody that goes Dang. against you, Hillary, if they're not riding with you, then they must be against Black Lives Matter. And that's how they're going to start playing Straight black up. people. Wait, Straight give it a few up, yeah. weeks. They're going to start going again like, hey, if you're not down with Hillary, then you're not with Black, black Lives, Lives Matter. Matter. <laughs> and black people are going to start feeling guilty and they're going to jump on over there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, man, let me ask you a question on that, man. I'm glad you brought that up. If you had a true movement like Black Lives Matter and you have a movement and your movement is for the injustice of a people right can you can you really get connected politically that's what i'm saying you know what i'm saying man. does that even that's make sense you know it don't what I'm make saying? sense like, to me like yeah that, shouldn't man. you stay shouldn't you avoid you stay independent and avoid all of that man and just tell them look if you're dealing with us and this is what we want we'll deal with every candidate that's running or whatever but look this is what this we is want. what we talking about yeah this is what now we're if there's a about. candidate that's that is supporting injustices of black people then of course they should speak against them right but why should you get by and say hey we're running you know we support this candidate right you know what i'm saying that's i think I'm that's saying. just that's conflict think, of interest man that's yeah, right yeah, that's no what doubt, i'm saying no man that's what i'm telling you man it's yeah, all a game it's yeah, all a scheme yeah. man and black people is falling into it man not even knowing not even doing no research i was called all kind of names and i was trying to tell them that a white man was funding the black lives man they telling me so it don't matter it does matter. Mm. <laughs> it does. Mm. You don't see no white man funding no movement for the for the Chinese people. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, you don't man. see them funding no movement for any other race. So why they got to come and fund ours? That makes sense. You know man. what I'm saying? Don't think people we don't need it like that. that. Yeah, I don't think people looked at it like. I that. mean, that yeah, it's sense. cool yeah, if y'all yeah. get out here and march with us and hold some banners and all that, but we don't want you funding it. We don't yeah, want you putting yeah, any yeah. money into it. We gonna handle this ourselves. Because once somebody funds, once somebody begins to fund something, you know how it yeah, goes. Yeah, just like that. We had a record label, and I put up all the money. I want my voice yeah. to be heard first <laughs> yeah. and loud. You know, no, nah, because you got to wait. Yeah, this mine's yeah. right here. Or I'm not only, or not only that, if you funding it, you know, you have some hidden agenda behind it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? always. I, so man. You, yeah, you have to be one hundred percent for let's let's fund it equally, and then we can all have. You know and what I'm saying? Not even that. We yeah. funding it ourselves. Ourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no <laughs> you can doubt. come in and you can help out on the other end, but with the money situation, all no, man, we doing this ourselves. Yeah, man. That's and that's crazy. what we got to start getting to, man. Get out from up under white daddy and mommy. You know what I'm saying? And start doing things ourselves, man. Quit asking them for shit, man. And go out there and make it happen yourself. That's yeah. what it's about, man. Yeah. You see me, I don't win. Try to get loans, grants out, man. I got denied for all that. So now, taking my own capital, man, my own money, and mm. putting it up my mm. own self. So right. now they can't tell me shit. And they really going to be mad about that because now it's no strings attached. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? Y'all right. can't tell me shit. Y'all can't do nothing. I'm running this. It makes sense, man. You know what I'm sense. saying? And that's sense, the way man. I love it. Because I'm like, man, I'm tired of begging these motherfuckers for money and loans right, and right, grants right. and begging a motherfucker to do this, man. Now you in their pocket. I feel that, man. I nah, that. now you can't stop me, see? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all this that you see around me, man, this ain't coming from no white money. This shit that I did myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I feel that way. That's why I speak the way I speak. That's why I talk the way I talk. And I ain't scared because these motherfuckers can't do nothing to me. Yeah. They don't yeah, put yeah, no yeah. money in my pocket. I do this my damn self. But so. the thing is, man, I mean, <laughs> for what you're saying, man, you know, and, and, and if you are a white listener right now, you can't be mad at that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because if if you don't respect that, respect that, you don't respect business. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because take the color off of it. I want right. to fund it myself. You know what I'm saying? And if I just so happen to be black and I'm I'm creating a black business... That's when you put the color on. Right, but if a, not, you I'm know what I'm saying? How business, can you? Though. It's not a black business. No, but I mean black on. I meant black on. Yeah, black, black on. on. Yeah, black on. That's what I meant. Nah, you want everybody on. money. Yeah, I want everybody money. All money green. Yeah, I meant black and on. I hate when people be saying that too. Black business and black. No, nah, yeah, man, it's nah, just a nah, business. business. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean black on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like you know you you. You most definitely. Just like I hate when people ask me, oh, you open up a restaurant, you a chef, what you open up a barbecue joint? Soul food joint. Soul food joint. I'm looking like, wow, is that is that really what you think about me? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I get that from black people yeah. and white people, and I hate it with a passion. Don't ask me that whenever you see me. Yeah, I want, you know what I'm saying? I, I think, you know, at the end of the day, man, when I go eat, I don't care what color the chef is. I want to say, right. is this food good? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm man. saying? Like, man, this food good. That's you all I look man? for. So. Yeah, man. Um, another thing I wanted to talk on, man, you know, and I think this has been going on, you know, pretty heavily, you know, um, as of recently, man. I want to talk about some of the injustice that's been going on with, you know, with our people. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, uh, do, do you think, man, you know, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Do you think that we have some responsibility in some of this injustice? Meaning, okay, the in, for every, for every, um, 
for every action there's a reaction the reaction right you know what i'm saying so in some of the injustices do you think you know there's that we can do you think that we as a people or the feel that we feel that's injustice you know regardless just the police officers you know being dirty cops or whatever it is do you think that we should have some responsibility in that i mean here i'll give you an example that's the i'll give you an example okay if if i am out here doing something i'm not supposed to be doing right right and um, a cop comes up to me and, you know what I'm saying, like, he he's wrong. He does something wrong. He hits me over the head, shoots me 14 times. Right. Is it my responsibility to say I shouldn't have been out here doing shit wrong? Not not I excusing him. I feel what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Not excusing him. Right. But should we start taking some responsibility? Yeah, most definitely, man. Most definitely. I think that uh that starts in the home though. You know, we're telling your kids or whatever what's right, what's wrong, what you can't do, what you cannot do, the way that you gotta you know, just telling them the codes or how you gotta act around the police and what you gotta do. But if you in the wrong and you know and the policeman does that to you then man, that's a terrible thing, but at the same <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah. Man, just being it just having yourself in them situations, man, we gotta take responsibility for that. You know what I'm saying? The way that we act, yeah, the yeah. way that we do things out in public. We got to take responsibility. That's part of having codes, man. Like pulling your pants up, you know, just being respectable or whatever. But when you still leave, get beat over the head, dog. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you no still get beat over yeah, the head. Yeah, and I think that's been pretty <laughs> obvious, man. I think I think you're I think you're absolutely right, man. I had a discussion about some brothers about, oh, yeah, man, we need to start pulling our pants up and doing this and doing that. But I'm like, hold up. Look at them pictures of them brothers Lynch. All yeah. them had on button up and yeah, slacks. Exactly. Man, so I, it don't matter if you're pulling yeah, your pants man. up or not, man. Yeah, I don't feel that, man. <laughs> I mean, you know, just because you don't understand Girl, my... quit saying the word nigga, then, man, nah, things nah, is going to nah, be nah. different. Because it's the thing, man. Honestly, man, anything that they don't understand, and I said this in the last episode, if they don't understand it, they call it wrong. Yeah. If my hat's on backwards, if my pants is sagging. Right. Now, I'm not talking about the sagging where you can, your underwear, oh, yeah. Right, I'm talking right, about, right. man, I don't want my jeans tight. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if you don't understand that, that don't make it, that don't make it, it don't make it wrong. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I mean, I think you just said something that was real important, man. Um, understanding the code. Right. Man, I could have two keys in my trunk, but I should understand when that police comes up to me, Yes, sir. No, sir. What are you right. doing, sir? <laughs> right. I just came from. It's just part of the I just cold, came from man. my. With Jeezy, that one track, he was like, right. I just came from my baby mama house. You know, right. my son off. <laughs> right. Talk with respect. And most yeah. majority of the time, that man going to be like, okay, sir, have a good day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Up. So I think there is code to it. I don't think, man, when these brothers, man, a lot of times you start seeing these videos, um, you see, you, you, it's like, yo, man, just shut up. Yeah. That's just say yes, too, sir. man. Just be like, man, man. just be quiet, man. Yeah, yeah you don't. Quiet. You yeah, got a you pistol got on you. Why you? you? Laws, man. Yeah. So just chill. If you're recording it, you can always go back and sue. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? Just man. go along with it. If he tell you get out the car, whatever, whatever. Yeah, go ahead, get out the car. But tell him, man, this is, you know, you violating my civil rights. I got that on camera right here, but I ain't tripping right now. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do, sir. Do what you need to do. That's simple, man. You know Be- what I'm saying? You know, and rest in peace to Eric Gardner, man. I-, I watched that video, man. Right. And the brother was, you know, he was out there selling uh, single cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? He shouldn't have been. Should he have died over it? No. No. Right. But as I watched the video, brother should have just been like, yeah, sir, you know, I apologize. I'm right. ready to walk away. Right. You know what I'm saying? But he was like, y'all always messing with me. I just start seeing it right then and there, man. I start cringing like, man, brother, just say okay. But sometimes it's that frustration, man. Yeah, they yeah, mess with you so many times, yeah, so many times, yeah. man. Then you got that frustration, man, and, and it comes sure. out. And sometimes you can't help it. Yeah, man, but you th- I think I think that, you know, in, in doing wrong, man, you just got, like you said, a cold, man. You know, hide that frustration, man, and, and yes, sir. And then if, that, if he walk away and you say, fuck him, and he's gone, you can do right. that. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> pull your pants back down right. if you want to say Pull them up. Walk yep. where you go. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So I think, man, I think that's a conversation that needs to be had, man, Yeah, with we the need to brother. get some codes out here, man. Get yeah, into these young brothers yeah, on how to conduct yeah. yourself, man. And you know what's crazy, man? And regardless of, you know, and um, it's funny, man, because I, I just predicted this a while ago. When uh you know Beyonce came out with the uh the right. the uh black uh you know saluting the Black Panther right. Party fifty you know fifty year anniversary, right. and the cops start saying they wasn't going to um 
you know, police her and her concerts and everything right. like that. Bro, I swear, <laughs> as soon as that came out, I said, she need to go get the Nation of Islam. Hey, that's exactly and then Farrakhan just came out and said it, man. Yeah. Because, man, you remember Johnny Cochran, man, right. when he was, man, guess who he walked out with? The Nation of Islam. Right. Man. They were policing him. Right. He didn't need the regular police. The police, right. they were mad if, they were mad at, um, during the OJ case, man. Right. They were mad because he was fighting the police department. Right. Johnny Cochran said, I don't need the police. I got the nation of Islam. They more powerful. Their security, dog, believe it or not, man, people don't know this, but the nation of Islam security is stronger than the Secret Service, bro. For real? They're more secure than... Man, ain't nobody touching Farrakhan. Right. You know how many people hate that man? (laughs) Right. (laughs) He ain't never been touched, bro. He ain't never been touched. He ain't never been touched, and you can't say that for presidents. Right. Exactly. There's been some presidents shot. You know what I'm saying? Why he was... (laughs) But um wow. nah man, but what what I was gonna say, man, you know, I think uh I think just talking about the Black Pan- Black Panther movement, this is where I was going with it on the Beyonce, the 50, 50 year anniversary. This right. is not another Beyonce conversation. Right. But what people don't understand, man, this code and conduct that we're talking about, that was some of the classes that the black pa- that the, the black, black Panther, Panthers was they did in? that. Yeah. They was telling these brothers, this is how you say this to the police officer. Right. This is your it's rights. certain code words that code. you gotta use exactly, with them too, man. man. It's certain words you gotta use with them to yeah, let them know. That you in there, because you got two different worlds, man. You got the law world, then you got the civilian world. You know what I'm saying? You got to let them know I'm not part of your law world. Like, when you go to court, that's part of the law world. Yeah, yeah, When you get that letter in the mail and all your name is in capital letters, that's a whole different, totally ball game. But people don't know this. And there's certain words and certain actions that you got to use when you go in there. It's... Man, people don't crazy. understand some of the like if you if you on a dark if you on a dark road and a police officer pulling you over you don't have to pull over because you're on that dark road right. you can pull to a more public you keep on driving that cop gonna keep following you right and you have the right to do that right don't you know speed what I'm saying? don't speed <laughs> just keep going you know the speeding limit and go to a well-lit area now there's public there to see you know, if this dude hits you over the head, right? You know what I'm saying? You got some witnesses, right. you know what I'm saying? So, those are the stuff, kind of man. codes that the Black Panther Party did. You know, a lot of people call them a hate group, a terror, you know, terrorist group. But man, these dudes was doing big things in the neighborhoods other than just giving, you know, teaching people their rights, you know, right. and you know, f- holding food pantries right, and holding right. stuff like that, man. So, I think, man, I don't know if we, I don't know who the spokesman for us to be able to do that again. And I think Kendrick Lamar, you know, with his with his stance on the Grammys, yeah. man, I think that's a beginning. That's a start right. to where, man, there's codes, there's things that we could talk about, and there's things that you can do to help you understand. Right. You can be you can be proud of where you're going. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. Be proud of who you are. You know. So. But it's a certain way that you got to go about doing it, man. That's what they don't understand. Yeah, man. Man, I appreciate you being on the show, bro. Man. For sure, man. Yeah, man. What else you got going on, man? What's the, where, where can people find you, man? Where uh. You know your your social media outlets. You know what else you got going on? I know you be I know you be spitting, man. So I wanna, <laughs> what else you got going on? Yeah, man, y'all can check me out. Uh, Facebook at the Real Two Code, Instagram at the Real Two Code. Um, uh, I got my cookbooks out there, Culinary Crave. You can go to Blogspot and find that. The easiest way you can just Google me, Culinary Crave Chef Mitchell. Google that. My books will pop up. I got some videos on there showing some recipes that I do. And then also I got the music thing going on. Shout out to Rich Harvest. You can go to YouTube, Rich Harvest number one, if you want to watch some of the videos we got or find us on SoundCloud. And about to open up this restaurant, man, in about six months called The Crave. And we're going to see what happens. That's dope, man. <laughs> so when you open up, man, I want to bring the, uh, I want to bring the podcast, man. We right. Can, we can do a live show there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I got the good vegetarian and vegan meals for yeah, you. Yeah, what's up with that, man? I see you a vegetarian now, man. Are you vegan yeah, or vegetarian? Man. Vegetarian. Okay, okay. What got you under that, man? Yeah, man. It's a, it's a thing, man. I used to work at this uh, processing factory, man, making uh, cheese and all that for these some of these fast food restaurants i'm not gonna give out the names man because we're about to take the story too <laughs> Uh-oh. but i was making the cheese man the cheese is coming out white and then we had to take these chemicals and put it into this white cheese that already tastes like cheese and everything and make it yellow and so i'm looking at these chemicals like what's this for and what's that for they wouldn't give me no straight answers so me being me i go and i google it at break time mm-hmm. come to find out these chemicals is getting people cancer mm. so i'm like wow but they make you find sign a uh, confidentiality sheet 
Straight so up. you can't talk about none of this. It might probably expire by now. I don't care anyways. <laughs> but yeah, so then I got into that, man. I got looking at things, looking at things. And then just so happened, you know, God came through, man. And, you know, my daughter had got cancer and shit, but she beat it now. You know, thanks, God. Shout out uh, to my daughter. She beat it. So then when she had got cancer, man, I really started looking into the food thing. And, man, they putting stuff in our food and doing stuff to our food that you wouldn't even imagine, man. Damn, and so then up. finally, you know, it took me about four or five years, but I broke it down. Stopped eating pork. Then I stopped eating red meat. Then I stopped eating chicken. Stopped eating fish. You know what I'm saying? It took me about four or five years to go through that. Cut out the processed foods. I ain't had McDonald's in, I don't know how long, man. You know, man, I got a McDonald's cut right. <laughs> I just had a breakfast sandwich, man. I ain't had that in I don't know how long, man. But yeah, straight, okay. It went to that, and then I got to looking at my health, man, you know, because my friends, they was 38, man, and a couple of them had a heart attacks and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. And the same thing I'm telling them about the food, the doctor done told them now they quit. But when I was telling them, they laughing at me. I-L-L-I-I. But then the doctor tell them quit eating that pork and quit eating all that grease and all that. Then they they want to yeah, stop. Man, and I'm like, come on, man. So that's just how I got into it, man. And okay. I'm trying to keep this thing going and trying to turn people on to it, man, because it's really a beautiful thing, man. Yeah, man. Man, and for the listeners, yo, check him out, man. He posts a lot of his food, man. And, uh, you know, it ain't your... Uh it's not your food on a paper plate with some food. It's some real, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's some real, you know, nice, nice uh, dishes, man. It looks good, you know, real professional, and you know, it looks good. So yeah, that's culinary crave on Facebook too. Put cool. like on that and like the page, and you can get in the order. I got recipes on there too. Dope, dope, man. Cool, man. So, but your restaurant's not going to be all vegetarian, is it? No, no. Okay, no, okay, okay, okay. Cool. I don't cool. think people are ready for that. Shit, <laughs> so I got to grill them in, man. I got to give them some ribs <laughs> and then be like, yo, man, taste this meatless, this okay. meatless meatloaf, man. And you know right, what I'm saying? Right, cool, cool. All right. But yeah, man, when you uh, get it back up, man, I want to, uh, you know, I want to bring the podcast, man. We for can, sure. We could do a live show, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, has some customers and you know right them on there for sure man yeah all right man i respect it man much much love man i'm glad you're on man you come back right yeah for sure okay man. all right sure. man much love all right everyone thanks for listening please uh like i said go to soundcloud um download the app on your phone whatever uh listening device you're listening to right now um it's a free application uh download that look for uh stakes is high podcast and um you know follow the the application i mean i'm sorry follow the podcast and uh like it you know like these episodes you can listen to past episodes you know i got a few on there you know just like today man good conversation good um dialogue and uh follow it also like like uh larry just said uh go on there and follow um you know his his group rich harvest yeah rich harvest yeah and check it out that's on soundcloud too so you can kill two birds with one stone follow follow us follow them you know, and support. All right. Peace. Thanks for listening.